1: the roster and we talked a little bit about this earlier when we were having the discussion about shooting whether they've been you know whether Alpern shangoon's been surrounded by enough shooting whether they're you know the shooters are good enough and you put out the numbers that suggest they do have you know a, a couple of you know their shooting maybe maybe not is maybe not as bad as it seems um from the overall numbers and, and maybe even again, not the pile and Jayla, but maybe even his poor numbers are bringing the overall shooting down. But to me, when they play these good teams, you were talking about this earlier about not, uh, not knowing what people expect when they play a team, the caliber of Phoenix or certainly Oklahoma city, who's a, cha- a legitimate championship contender. But to me, what happens a lot of times, especially when they, you know, when they don't like really get up for the game, like sometimes, you know, they, they would do last year and a few times earlier on this year when they beat good teams, but when they play these good teams, it just feels like the, the flaws in their roster are really just exposed. Um, Whether you want to talk about how exactly it's constructed in terms of fit, or just in terms of overall talent, that is what stand, it stands out, you know, like, What did you expect is one thing, but also, like, and I I mentioned this when I was on the radio today. Man, when I watched them against Oklahoma City, the talent gap between their core players of, like, obviously, maybe let's not hold anybody to an SGA standard, but from SGA to Chet Holmgren to Jalen Williams, not the Arkansas one, but the other one, uh, but, but, I mean, even Jalen Williams, that one is a good one. But like those three players, though, the 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 drastic difference between them and some of the Rocket score pieces is just so like, like, like to me, that is that is a frustrating part of this season. Is that maybe some things are revealing themselves that you already knew, which is that this team is not actually good enough to compete in the Western Conference. But the the flaw in how the roster is built and what the roster actually looks like feels like it's being exposed as they play this difficult stretch of whatever it is, eight games coming out of the All-Star break, however many games it is against these good teams.
0: I mean, on the Oklahoma City front, if you were to do a draft and you were to pool all the Rockets players and all the Thunder players – I think you would probably take the three thunder guys ahead of anyone on the rockets. Yeah. And that's, but that's, that's, they're really good. I mean, they, they are really good. I I don't know if this is necessarily a, a flaw on roster construction, just because it is a roster constructed with high end first round picks and then some veteran free agent signings and the free agent signings were supposed to essentially supplement the first round picks. So you would hope that they could do the heavy lifting and so far. And I mean, unfortunately you got to kind of point the finger at the first of the drafted guys, but those guys have not necessarily pulled their weight. And I don't know if that's like an organizational failure. Like we could go do a, a redraft of the 2021 draft and the 2022 draft. And I don't know, uh, we were both kind of on the Evan Mobley train in 2021, but like you look at the 2022 draft um, Oklahoma city took Chet Holmgren ahead of Houston. So like, would you, they have done anything different there? Like would they have gone in a different direction from Jabari Smith jr? No. Should they have probably not. Uh, And then obviously last year, they, the 2023 draft, they just, they had the fourth pick and that fourth pick is playing more, but he's not quite He's a long way off. So uh, I, I think that, the timeline for the Thunder is just a little bit different. But and I think also the one thing, um, Gildas Alexander has been in the league a long time now. I mean, he's been in the league. Of, I think he was drafted in 2018. Like He's been is, he's been around. It is
1: like year six, maybe. Yeah. Six or, yeah. Maybe seven, six or six, somewhere in there.
0: So Holmgren was the, he was the second overall pick. But then Jalen Williams was, he was in college for a while. I don't know if he was a four-year guy, but. It's not like he came out as a freshman out of Santa Clara. So they went a little bit older and that's helped them. So, you know, I would say that Oklahoma city has done a better job of constructing their roster, but I think that you would probably say that. I think if you compared Oklahoma city with, the 28 other teams, you would probably say, you know what? Oklahoma city's roster is better constructed than what team X has at this point. So I think that that's a tough, it's a tough comparison to make just because of how good that team is.
1: Yeah, that, that's fair enough. I think all of those points are fair. I, I would say that there's something about the proximity of Oklahoma city and the history with Oklahoma city being trade part, like high profile trade partners with them twice. So there's a, I don't know. I don't want to call it kinship, but there's a feeling of closeness to them in parallels to them and what well, the Rockets were, have going on, and
0: both teams finished at the bottom of the standings for back to back years until Oklahoma City took that next step. But again, it helped when they already had Shay Gilgis Alexander on the roster when they started their rebuild, like that, that helped out a significant amount. And then they made obviously some really good trades, and they they appeared to have struck gold with Jalen Williams and also with Chet Holmgren. So, um it, it, it is hard to rely on young players, like it really is. Like you're not setting yourself up for success when you do this, and that's kind of the boat that the Rockets have put themselves in. And some of the, like Shingun and Jabari Smith, they've kind of taken that next step. Jalen Green has not, whereas all the Oklahoma City guys have seemingly just gotten better year after year after year, and so that's what's hard about it.
1: All right, I'm, I'm in this podcast with a hot take and it is, hold on, awesome, put up exposing the roster up there real quick, leave it up there. I'm in this podcast with a hot take and it is what I really, really mean when I say that this roster construction has been exposed as flawed and this is what I'm talking about I will forever look back at this offseason fully believing and feeling, and people are going to get mad about this, but I don't care, fully believing and feeling that the Rockets brass being whatever combination of Ime Udoka and Rafa Stone and whoever else helps them make these decisions was just flat-out wrong in valuing Fred VanVleet over James Harden. I don't know how likely it was that he – I don't like, I don't know how real any of it actually was. I don't but to whatever degree that it was and to whatever extent that it was believed that somehow like this this thought that somehow fred van bleep as a lesser player but more mature adult was better for this team and maybe even more specifically for the development of the young players it's just something that i will never ever able be able to get myself behind never thought that I would be able to get myself behind, even though, especially in retrospect, even though I tried to entertain it and and like give it it some, breathe some life into it after it came to be. But I look back on that, I reflect on it, and I think, man, James Harden is just a better player, would have been a better player. Now it was better for him to go to the Clippers, and I'm pretty sure he's much happier where he's at than probably being here, I would imagine, because that's a better team and he's got better teammates over there. But from a Rocket standpoint, the flaw in the roster was to whatever degree they decided that they that James Harden was not good enough for this team. I believe that. I will believe I will believe that until my dying days, Adam. Can I ask you a follow-up to that question? Sure.
0: What if? This summer, the Rockets use Fred Van Vliet to trade for somebody.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I, I acknowledge here, here's here's what I'll acknowledge about the future. The the present is, you know, crap. I think the future is still something that you could be optimistic about, even to the degree of like not necessarily giving up on Jalen Green, even though that looks like it's you know taking the wrong turn. But I will say like credit to I'll give Raphael stone this much credit is that the deals that have been made offer a great deal of flexibility and opportunity for them to make drastic moves or like some type of drastic overhaul of the roster. And it doesn't take a lot to, you know, you know, to make a drastic move or to be a, to count as a drastic overhaul of the roster. All you'd have to do is, you know, insert one great player or take one away, whatever it is. But, I, I think that the roster flexibility is a positive. And so I would feel I feel good about the potential for that happening. And I'd probably feel good about it actually happening if they were able to pull it off for a uh you know, for a good enough player.
0: And let's just remember um when we talk about the future of the team, we they have the ability to make moves this summer, but if they don't, they're gonna wind up getting a top ten pick from Brooklyn and keep an eye on that um on that pick swap they have with the nets next year because it essentially becomes a pick an Oklahoma City Brooklyn pick swap because the rockets have to swap their pick with Oklahoma City first unless it falls you know inside the top 10 but let's say Oklahoma let's say the rockets wind up with the 11th pick Oklahoma City winds up with the 30th pick rockets and thunder flip so Oklahoma City would get 11 rockets would get 30 but then the rockets would flip with Brooklyn and Brooklyn it does not it looks like the nets are going to be pretty bad next year so that could wind up being another really high draft pick that the rockets wind up with from the nets and then the rockets control brooklyn's next drafts going you know from 2026 to 2027 so they are still in a good position i understand that this season is not going well right now but they're still sitting in a pretty good position